Hey, how you guys doing? This is Producing Brothers Comics. Welcome to the third part of our series of what we missed in wrestling, our recap of when we uh, stopped watching professional wrestling. You know, there comes a time in a boy's life when he must mature. Uh, for us, it was 1989 uh, when we just stepped away from professional wrestling and we were going back, you know, kind of podcast by podcast from the big two, from the NWA and the WWF uh, to look back and, you know, see what we missed. On our line tonight, I have my two favorite grapplers. You know, uh, one's a high flyer, one's a mat wrestler. I'll let you figure it out. On our line, it's uh, <laughs> Brother Beavis. What's going on? <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Yeah. I want to know which one is the high flyer. High flyer. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, also, on the line, it's Big Hutch, man. What's happening? Hello. So, we've gone through uh, a couple of times. If you listen to episode two, we were in the NWA slash soon to be WCW uh, with Shy Town Rumble. Uh, now we're back to WrestleMania, WrestleMania number five. Um, we are not <laughs> WWF fans. Y'all. We weren't in 1989. We certainly aren't now. This is a rough watch. Uh, you know, we, you know, we're doing these kind of week to week, but this has been two weeks off since this one. So I've watched this pay-per-view twice, Brother Beavis, and this is this is just not a good uh, wrestling event. No, it's brutal. And uh, I was, like, doing something else and had it on. And mm-hmm. it's funny because when I was asking you about, like, what are we going to watch along? And I was like, well, let me, let, let, me, let me suggest the shortest match on here. And I looked at the times, and I was like, man, I just knew every match was, like, 25 minutes. And <laughs> there's, not, there's, like, barely a match over 10. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, oh, it's awful, so bad. Yeah, and, and and again, you know, we wrestle here, which was the W or NWA's uh, motto in the last pay per view. WWF over time, especially even now, they're just like we don't wrestle, and they just shrink matches to the point yeah. of like, yeah, the matches mean nothing. It's all spectacle. It started in the eighties. Again, just listening to recaps from other things, it it hasn't stopped at all at this point in time. Hutch, we know you're in the in the army now or whatever at this point in time. Uh, anything you remember about WrestleMania Five? The main event is Hogan and Randy Savage. I think I remember a lot about the lead up to this, but not necessarily this. I don't remember a yam thing. Okay. Yeah, that that's where we are. And to get two global things out of the way, so WrestleMania Five is um in Atlantic City. It is at the former president. I don't even like using his name. Um. Uh, one of his casinos or whatever it's there just a global thing for two things and two people that i and we all hate fuck donald trump uh and then fuck hulk hogan just to get them out of the way because th- if if we had the time and chance that all that this podcast would be um so yeah that's really it so if you've been listening before our watch along is going to be with at least actually really with three wrestlers i think that we all like and then rick martell um <laughs> so we're gonna watch it live oh i don't I, yeah we will play r.i.p for the new ones that are in this pay-per-view but um no i don't think he is as a matter of fact now that you said that um but yeah that's gonna be our watch along match and then this is 14 freaking matches too this is almost as long as freaking AEW's pay-per-view this past week which was nam five and a half hours uh, like this is just a lot, but the, all the matches are short because of all the freaking gaga that's in between the matches. So yeah, all right. Any run along on Rick Martel before we get started? I I think he's still alive. Oh, that's an upset. All right. So 
<laughs> Defying the odds. What, 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 what the perfumer or whatever? The model. No, he's this is the, the start of the model. This is the, the model. Yeah, this is the spoiler yeah. alert. Sorry. Yeah. The one thing I knew about Martel, like again from magazines, was like he he lost the AWA title by submission. Stan yeah, Hansen, okay, as I recall, I was like, mm. yeah, that were yeah, I, yeah. what I remember even then from not watching. I was like, man, they can't speak English. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can't make a real good wrestler in the WWE. He did the Boston Crab though, which was always one of my favorite moves. So, so all right, so yeah, so. One of my other thoughts on here from my notes is like, this crowd is dead. Like, <laughs> they could care less about this show at all. Like, I mean, there's people sitting on their hands. I don't know if it's a different crowd because of who it is, is hosting that a particular event, but man, they were sitting on their hands really, except for when, you know, for Hogan and Macho. I think, you know, at this point, WrestleMania was just, and you know, it was mainstream attraction. There's there's one story going into this. I mean, one story we're telling. And so and you have to wait a solid three hours and 15 minutes going into it. And I don't know whether the matches are worse than like the cameos and the featured artists and everybody yeah. else in between. It's yeah, we're going to yeah, we're going to skip over some of those. But not all, and we will have some talks about some of them. Oh, my other note in here is Bobby Heenan, definitely Jamaican. Um, <laughs> he, I, I, how many more people could you manage? And he, like, the funny thing is, he's managing people that don't need managers, like people that can talk. Like he has no business. He doesn't need to manage Rick Rude. Like Rick Rude can talk. He didn't need a manager. Like, oh my god, man! Like Lord and. All right, so here we go. WrestleMania, Atlantic City, uh, 18,946 in attendance. A sold-out crowd. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon, Jesse the Body Ventura, definitely a highlight of uh, these two pay-per-views that we've done. The commentary by them is just great. Um, it almost sounds like they're not even doing it live. It seems so natural. Mm-hmm. It almost sounds like a, like a late ad voiceover. Um, so anyway, all right, match number one. Hercules Hernandez, although he's just Hercules here, RIP 2004 versus Haku with Bobby Heenan. Now, Haku definitely needs a mouthpiece. Um, a big man, a big man opener. I thought a odd match to open the pay-per-view, brother. And apparently Hercules was super over at this time. And I don't know. I have no idea what he had been doing. I guess he, I think what the line was, he had been in the, the Heenan's family mm-hmm. and he had been a slave because that's how we talked back in those days. And uh, and I don't know what the story was. But, yeah, he was super over, and he swung a chain around. Yeah, that uh, um, he wasn't over with the He still had not seen the sun, apparently. Yeah, I was just going to say he wasn't <laughs> over with the sun. Because, um, <laughs> because I mean, I, that is the palest Hernandez <laughs> I've ever seen, man. It's probably in the freaking Guinness hey, Book hey, of World. Hey, hey, that, that, that could be <laughs> terrible. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. He sucks though too, Hutch. Like Hercules, uh, he sucks. Like he's just uh, well, I, I, vanilla, he he, vanilla mean, big man. Right, he's a and he's a two two plus priority as a single wrestler with Dota That's C. fair. Yeah, that's fair. I just thought it was a weird match. You know, you get the opener for the pay per view. You got you know hey, everybody's get ready, and then you just killed the crowd right from the jump. Like this, he was just this is nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine, a number. Oh, yeah. So, and they, yeah. the finish was like that, the same thing we saw in Luger and Wyndham, right? The, the double oh, not back the, suplex. Oh, man. Yes. That horribleness. Yes. I uh, mean, and, 
And again, Haku is uh, whatever, and he's King Haku, but nobody cares. Play apparently, and, and you know to lose to, yeah, it's just I'm like, I didn't. That was just a weird match to open a pay per view. And I'm thinking what I'm noticing as we're going through some of these, like maybe some of these matches are not good, duh. But that <laughs> placement on the card is probably important. I don't know how much, I don't, I don't know how much they paid attention to that then. Whereas I think later on, especially when you get to the Monday Night Wars, the placement on matches and who opened and middled and closed became much more important. It, it, it almost feels like they just took this shit out of a hat sometimes. So, all right. Match number two, the Twin Towers. By the way, I'm really surprised they did not retcon that and take it out <laughs> in relation to what has happened related to Twin Towers. You know what I'm saying? Like to yeah, not I didn't think about just, that. Yeah, just yeah. to take it out. Like, well, you know what? We're not ever going to call it that again. Um, so that's Akeem and a big boss man uh, versus the Rockers. All right. We've stated on the previous podcast, I hate the Rockers. Uh, <laughs> we we yeah. all know. Yeah. We we all know this. I hate the Rockers. Uh, just there. I hate the Rockers. Um, there, there, pretty much. And then I thought this match would have been a better opener, brother Beavers. Like he put these guys out there. You know, the Rockers are over. Mm-hmm. You know, Akeem and Slick and all of them. That you know, they are what they are. I I thought that was it would have been a better match to open yeah. the show. I, I it was a little bit higher higher energy, but just Shawn Michaels is like his over. Not even overselling, but like his overdoing of like every move and just like every, yeah. he's just like flying around the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, definitely. He yeah. he he's showing us his future. Yeah, yeah it's fueled by cocaine, possibly. Yeah, uh, you uh, their interview, <laughs> you can kind of get that feel for it. Some, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit, you know, or or methamphetamines, you know, whatever it is. Um, Greenies. Well, but okay, so and it's gonna sound weird coming from a rock and roll express fan. Um, <laughs> those big dudes were selling way too much. I mean, they're like double the size of both of them, and they were selling a lot. Like even like on the mat selling, like where they're going down, you know, flying forearms and flying drop kicks and fly. Like I'm like, okay, but like, you know, like, I'm, I'm looking at this match. I was like, I don't know who's gonna win. The first time, I was like, there's no way that these two dudes is beating these two big ass dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, who's getting pinned? You know, so uh, it was very but, disturbing. But here's the thing: they they just finished them up with Hogan. Like he yeah. just defeated both of them in the in the stupid battle royal. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they I guess they threw him out, but he got the other. So whatever, like <laughs> like Hogan stood tall with both of them. I mean, they they got what they wanted out of them. They had their challengers for Hogan, and now they got to figure out something to do. That is that's like that's the thing that's hit me throughout this whole thing. Is like this is just like. Up and down the card is just people that Hogan ran through, and we got to find something to do with now. And sure. there's two people in this match that fit that description. Man, I got on my. I can't wait till we get to the main event. I have so much to say. Uh, but yeah, that was that. Uh, my other note says there's a big botch double drop kick there from the uh, <laughs> from the top rope. Timing like, was a little off there. <laughs> just a little bit. Like somebody was way early on that. Okay. And a I think double I mean, side leg drop and a flying drop kick or something yeah, like that. It was bad. <laughs> and then I think my my note here says, and I think I mentioned on the previous show. Remember that uh, Akeem is a is a, a rib on Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, like all the mm. right. you know, all that is a rib on Dusty, as well as Virgil. When we get to that, is also a rib on Dusty as well, which is funny yeah. because 
in a couple of weeks. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Guess um, he's right around the corner. Yeah, Mr. Dusty will be there, whatever. But yeah, that, that's bad. Uh, the finish was actually pretty decent. Uh, the power bomb catch there by Bubba and uh, on on Shawn Michaels. Uh, that, I thought that was pretty decent. And you know, down go the Rockers. The Twin Towers win. You know. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I, I, it's just, I, I, again, that becomes one of those things that you can't believe that shit got on television. Honestly, like this, we're we're only what fifteen years away from blazing saddles. Anything well, goes. That's fair, <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, again, I'd be lying if I said, "Oh, I watched WWF in because they was making fun of you know Keith Jackson dream that's some bullshit." No, it was just bullshit. That's a one man gang. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. that might be. How, yeah. how they going to do a UWF champion like that? Why Big Bubba got to be a cop? Right, so, <laughs> yes. a big boss fan with that. So Bubba Rogers, is, he's a superstar at this point. That yeah. WWF did him all right. Yeah, he did. Or, or he, he took advantage of everything they gave yes, him. Yes, he fit the gimmick, you know, but yeah, that's fine. Uh, all right. So, yeah, that's match two. We got a lot more to go, y'all. Match Oof. number three. Uh, match three, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Versus Ted DiBiase. Okay. <laughs> we are all big fans of Ted DiBiase. Like, the wrestler from the Mid-South, UWF, or whatever. Like, I'm I'm a huge uh-huh. fan. Right. Like, I'm a huge fan. Knew about him again from the magazines, even before we were able to get uh, UWF. Like, you know, hey, Ted DiBiase is a bad dude. And they give him this gimmick. Not great, but... Whatever, you give him a belt so he doesn't have to fight Hogan or whatever, blah, 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 blah. At least put him at the top of the card. Right, yeah, okay. But then you put him against Briefcake. (laughs) Brutus Briefcake is fucking awful. There is nothing good about Beefcake. You cannot find one redeeming quality about that dude. Hush, go ahead. Hey, it's, it's not how you wrestle, it's who you are related to in wrestling. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, brother. Brother Brutai, Brother Brutus. Right. Bro, what was he? What was he when he came to uh, WCW? The Ass Man, or what was he called? Because he couldn't well, be Brutus Beefcake. The Booty Man. The Booty. Man. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> awful, I, and he got a push there too. I, I think I remember him winning a TV title. Was it awful? He's awful. He's just ter- he's terrible. He's okay. Hogan can't wrestle. Beefcake is somehow worse. Come on, man. come on. And look, these look. These are two hundred plus pound actors doing ballerina for drunkards and whatnot. And you're on. you're asking a lot from these folks. Yeah. And this version of DBIC isn't great either. But I don't know whether even if they just didn't let him be great. Like, it was just like, go out there, ha, 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 do right. like, you know, freaking almost twirly mustache, freaking yeah. heel right. shit, and right. then, you know, run away. Right. I mean, they they extended, like, you, just, if you look at that physical matchup, like, that was, like, he was a, he was a contender for Macho Man, right? He was, right. One, he was somebody who was going to deal with Macho Man, but as far as Hogan, like, he just kept like a stable to occupy Hogan until that came about tag team mm-hmm. matches. Like they weren't going to put him in together. You can watch his matches and he's like, you can tell he's like a thousand times a worker of everybody in there, right. but it's just, that's not what he was there for. No. no. Yes. He's just, I, I, I mean, he, he started I, to get used to his gimmick and he just, 
and it just it drove him all the rest of the way. Right. And then Ted DiBiase, a better wrestler than, you know, whatever, or most people in the world, he can't get a freaking real dub over Brutus Beefcake. This is mm. Hogan. This is Hogan booking. Bro- What's that? That ain't going to work for me, brother. No. That's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. And then he. But throw, he throwing your fuck Hulk Hogan, man. Every time you do yeah, it, it's uh, too much. It's, it's terrible. That's just bad all around. And then the crowd beyond did even after trying to pump him up for talking to the former guy like it just didn't work at all uh so i did nope that's a count out a count out and then he and then he kind of gets over like the he gets to put virgil out yeah that's the virgil's yeah I mean, I'm looking at Virgil now. And then, you know, again, we understand the man servant gimmick or whatever back in the day. Dude is yoked. <laughs> yes, Freaking is. huge. How is he getting his ass beat all the time? There's like, a reason they cut the uh, sleeves off his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah, because they literally wouldn't fit. I mean, he is completely jacked. And he's freaking getting thrown all over the place like he's a fucking rag doll, man. But, yeah, just awful. Awful. All right. So, yeah, that, that's a bad match, too. All right, so go ahead. I'm sorry. I said the checks cash, brother. Man, I know. Yeah. I mean, and again, if you listen to Cornette's podcast, uh, I guess he's just a weird, like, kind of dude now. He just says shit to be saying shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, just wild, just says ridiculously wild things, you know, just for gimmick. But usually reference <laughs> about some combination of chocolate and his penis. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah and, and what, and what is it? Applebee's or Olive Garden or something? <laughs> yeah, so it's just some weird. <laughs> freaking, man. What the it's, hell? It's off completely, man. And again, oh, obviously a complete, you know, I don't think he's crazy. I just think he's playing oh, crazy he for the be. internet. Who knows? Well, he, I mean, he took enough bumps. Man. Right, right. right. This, after yeah, a couple hundred thousand of them things, I mean, you might go cray cray. What did they call him when he was in W, when he came to WCW? He, he was first Virgil. the Zodiac. Oh, Virgil. He was, um, Vincent, right? Vincent. That's it. Yeah. yeah cause, the cause then he was, then they were falling all over themselves to make Vincent, Vince McMahon parodies. So they mm-hmm. had VK Wall Street. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Vincent, yeah, that's. I guess I wonder if Dusty was like, "Get back at them motherfuckers!" Uh, <laughs> I'm tired of being this. So, anyway, match number four, y'all. If you're watching on YouTube, I discussed the Bushwhackers uh, <laughs> versus the Rougeos, uh with Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart also is me. Um, okay. So uh, we kind of touched on this during the Survivor Series. Okay, so the Bushwhackers, air quotations, are were the Kiwi sheep herders. Now, they were in a situation where we saw them in the after mags. They were always bloody. They were beating <laughs> the shit out of people. No, no teeth. They they beat they beat the Rock and Roll Express in the first round of the Crockett, Crockett Cup. Cup. So obviously obviously they're the greatest tag team ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so still I'm like 30, man, thirty six years still bitter, <laughs> bitter. Yeah, the first round loss. Come on, so. I'm they like, what, what? Too, they? Oh. I was like, maybe. And okay, one so, of the first matches we saw, I think, was like they were in a barbed wire steel cage match with the Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are some tough dudes. You'd always see them doing like crazy, crazy stuff. Crazy shit. All right. And now, total gimmick. 
right. licking children, licking each other, licking Sean Mooney. God, what yeah. in the entire world? I was watching that like this is pre-COVID. But <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah, pre-Magic Johnson too. All right, all right. Allowed that before, after that either. But all right. I'm like licking children, like after the match, like literally licked a child. Come on, and Hutch, them checks had to be super fat for this to happen. They were. They had to be something, and all the food you can eat. Man. So yeah, and yeah, they they enjoyed themselves. I, I this was so disappointing. I that I mean that's probably one of the biggest like what the hell gimmicks or whatever. Like who pitched this? Who booked this? Whatever, uh, brother Beavis. Like awful. Yeah. yeah, it they but they they cashed that check for like three years. They're yeah. like <laughs> we don't need to yeah, win anything. Thirty years. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. still aren't they both still alive? I well, I mean, just there. their their money making run in the WWF. I mean, they, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, they they did that show. Just cashing checks and licking right. babies for a number of years. Right. Yeah. And this is really ultimately. I mean, again, we were hating the WWF before this. And this is before ice cream bars and uh, what are those fucking dolls that they used I wanna to have? I want to say, actually, I think all that came before because that was out yeah. of the rock and wrestling stuff. Right? That's what I'm saying. No, this, oh, yeah, we yeah. were hating it before. But, oh, yeah. uh, you know, this was like a way, o- even then, that's way over the top. I'm not going to take an ice cream bar over this. Yeah. Well, every, it's funny because everybody that's over is over because of some gimmick. Like mm-hmm. people were into Hercules Hernandez because he swings a chain around. Uh, you know, people are into the barber because it cuts hair. Yeah. People are into the bushwhackers because of the stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's, George, yeah. George Animal Steel. Yeah. Well, well I mean, and they had marketed their stuff clearly for children, children. Like, I mean, this, I mean, again, like wrestling, I don't say is for children or should be for children. It, it could and should be kind of marketed that way. They just took it to over the top. Like, I think they just took it to a different extreme, which isn't like, you know, again, well, I, I, after after WrestleMania, I mean, and or, or WrestleMania, yeah. Or after WrestleMania, they had this was this was they had become mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, no, I agree. Yeah. And and at that point, you know, you're trying to keep that audience, trying to keep it going, and we're like, look, you're gonna have millions of people looking at you. This is it. This is the. This is, you know, their their New York, their Broadway. So mm-hmm. they were going for it. And the send them home happy uh, motto, you know, is obviously in full effect here, you know, where your baby face was mostly win. If they didn't win, they definitely got screwed over by the heel. And, you know, the heels are kind of, you know, in a sense, over the top that, you know, of course, a little kid's going to boo them. Of course they are. You know, it's just not for. And again, we're all rocking uh, almost 18 and above at this point. So this is obviously not made to appeal to us anyway, bro. Dude. It's yeah. not, obviously. Well, look, no. well, look at the, the crowd. There's some grown-ass folks in that crowd. <laughs> With their kids. With their kids, but that's like... <laughs> right. Yeah. Every every kid has a PlayStation 5, but their parent <laughs> is playing it too. Yeah, as somebody I saw on uh something, whatever, it was like, yeah, it's probably a lot of kids' uh dad's weekends and shit. Like, hey, it's your weekend with your kids, man. You better go take them to do something. So, hey, we're going to go see the wrestling. Uh, but yeah, sheep herders win. Uh, the Rougeos, they're just, I mean, 
Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, they're good heels. They can wrestle like they can wrestle teams that can can wrestle, but there's mm-hmm. no reason for them. Yeah. What are they going to do with the Bushwhackers? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My note on here says this is a massive reason why I don't fuck with the WWF. <laughs> yeah. that, that sums it up. All right. Match number five. Kurt Henning versus the Blue Blazer. We know this Blue Blazer is Owen Hart, RIP 1999. Mm, um, and the, and the most possible. of tragic reasons. Yeah, the most, that. right. You know, the most horrible shit. Okay, two things. Okay. Um, so, Dark Side of the Ring is not coming back for season four, four. or whatever Not yeah, coming four. back. Did not get renewed. So, right. whatever. Two, that Dark Side of the Ring for Owen Hart is fucking brutal. Like the idea and how that happened and uh, everything. And the WWF. WWFE or whatever it was at the time, continuing that show after that man died is one of the worst possible things I have ever heard. And, and like, be like, oh, that's what he would have wanted. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, well, you know, I mean, and the, the dead with JR and Lawler there, I mean, you obviously were, they knew that nigga was dead and trying to continue to show like that, like that was just awful. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's beyond, you know, I mean, I, all, however many people was in that building, all saw that man die that night. How do you continue to show like that? Take out the negligence part of the freaking the job or whoever did it or whatever. That's just yeah. awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. I, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to see. You know what? How long did it take us to recover after 9/11? About what? Three days. Well, I mean, I guess. I, I, I mean, fuck. This, it's. And we just, I understand. We just went through some stuff a couple, a couple of days ago. Yeah, and the the adage of the show must go on. It, there, there has to be some limit to that. Like it just can't. Like I, I just can't. I'm sorry, I can't. Um, but anyway, all right. This was a solid match, though. Kurt Henning, at this point, this is before he gets all yoked up into freaking a steroid monster himself. Um, and his back gets hurt and he really can't move anymore. So he's looking real good here. Obviously, Owen Hart, we didn't really know too much about Owen Hart then, for sure. Not in 89. Cause this is kind of is like he just got there. Yeah. And it was you know, under a mask to be like, it was yeah. a blue blazer. I don't. The most I remember about Owen Hart was when he was feuding with Brett. And I don't even remember yeah. when that was. Like I saw know. some of when it was the Hart family and they were doing the Canadian versus Canadian face American mm-hmm. heel. So mm-hmm. I saw some of that. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a really good wrestler. That's obvious. Oh, I mean, you can watch oh, this oh, match oh, and yeah. be like, holy shoot, who is this dude in this freaking suit? You All know, right. I mean, he's really good. Obviously. I mean, again, I mean, look at your family. Look, look at your brother for Pete's sake. I mean, you have to have some version of skills there. Uh, but. Yeah, uh, I don't know that I, we, uh, I appreciated Owen, what Owen Hart could do, you know, back then because we just didn't really watch it or whatever. But, um, perfect is great here. Like, he's so good. He's so smooth. Like, everything looks good. This is before he got in that thing where he was overselling and stuff too, where he was, you know, doing the videos. (laughs) Well, he would, but no, I mean, like in the matches, like he gets to a point where he's like way overselling. Like, Like he flies out of the ring every time. Exactly. Yeah. He, yeah, it was, he went, I don't know if they told him that or he was going into business for himself, as they say, but it was not, um, that this is not that version of him, you know, but this is great. The gum, the chew. The knock it out of the air. Like, I mean, it's just great. <laughs> like, yeah, he is, he is so good. 
and, and this I, was like what a, a five minute match, five thirty eight. Yeah, it wasn't much. Um, you know, it seemed like the entrances were longer than the matches at points there. Um, yeah, and perfect wins with the perfect play. Great move too, by the way. Like I remember that as people being like, "Oh, that was a pretty sweet finisher." You know, just a, a different take on a, a, you know, a back suplex and a bridge, but perfect flex. Uh, yeah, again, and a good play and a perfect place on the card or whatever. Like I just thought that was. You know, like, I don't know. I, I I always like Kurt Henning, you know, again, even when he was in AWA, you know, even when he was with Scott Hall, like I've always liked Kurt Henning. But, you know, he's an RIP for us, but we did it on the last podcast. So. All right. Uh, that's it. Match six. <sighs> if you're on YouTube and you can <laughs> see my face, it is the barber. Rudis the barber beefcake face. <laughs> again? Again. Didn't the barber wrestle already? You might be asking yeah. yourself. Motherfuckers, this is awful. <laughs> My note says fake road warriors versus fake road warriors to <laughs> electric boogaloo. That's well, what the, and don't forget uh, the Mr. Fuji, uh, the vignettes leading oh, up to yes, this yes, with him running a marathon and everything. Yeah, a, this was a long feud. I'm like, Hutch, if you tell me that you like demolition, I'm cutting the camera. <laughs> That's funny because I had the camera. But anyway, <laughs> I do not like demolition. Okay, yeah, That's terrible. Like, and they're not like, oh, we're like, it's like a bad S and M gimmick, brother Beavis. Like, they're that's what they're dressed at. Like, this nigga with a freaking red hey, hey, ball S- in his mouth. Said, oh well, yeah. I, I thought you said S and M. I like S and L. No, that too. But like, it looked like he should have that ball in his mouth. One of them should. They, yeah, because they they're much strappier. They have they both are seem to be have glitter on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's, and that's Crusher Khrushchev. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ain't demolition <laughs> smash. <laughs> Sam Houston beat him for the Western States Heritage title. You just roll him out as your tag team champion. Come on. Additionally, additionally, them dudes have no muscle definition whatsoever. <laughs> like they're just like, oh, well, they're tall and big or whatever. Like just like like if you're gonna be the road warriors at least, or fake it, at least get in the gym, get some freaking steroids, do something, man. Just stop being big. And blah, blah. I don't know how you could like be aware of the existence of the road warriors and see demolition, and be like, oh, they're cool. Like, <laughs> like how, how can you ever look at them and be like? These fake yeah. ass road warriors. These are fake ass road warriors. <laughs> and then freaking road warriors two fake electric boogaloo, freaking barbarian and well, not T Joe Count. Who's the other one? The uh, warlord. Warlord. I, I, at least they fit the body part, you know. Like at least <laughs> that part was you know doable or whatever. But it was terrible. Fuji is terrible also, you know, you see them old videos of Fuji when he was a real wrestler, you know, it's like, man, all right, you see that, but he's freaking, man, seven freaking cheeseburgers over that freaking playing weight at that point. And I, don't, not good. and I don't know if they played this up, but like the powers of pain, they kind of finished up the road warriors because they were on their way out, I think at the time. So I don't know mm-hmm. if they were like, you know, they could have been like, we ran off the real road warriors. Now yeah. let's pick up these fake ass road warriors. <laughs> well, and then, I, I, and again, I don't know it would have had because the road warriors have to be coming up here shortly too, within probably a year or so. Was there ever a road warriors oh, demolition yeah. match oh, yeah. 
Okay. I think there was. And okay. the Brodors kicked the shit out of him. As okay, I duly noted, and it should happen that way, you know. But, but yeah, I remember the Powers of Pain when they injured Animal. I think that yeah. wound up being a uh, like a, a shoot that he actually did get hurt when they threw a freaking barbell at his eye or something like that. I think that actually did wind yeah, up Yeah, I think they it was the weightlifting challenge. I think he yeah. got hurt. And then they... Did they do the eye thing, or was that before that? And he wore the hockey mask. I, that yeah, was yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was something like that. But I mean, this is just a terrible big man match against terrible teams. Whatever with Fuji. I mean, like, oh, Mister Fuji has to participate. Well, I know who's getting pinned. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know how this is going to end really, really quickly. I mean, it's just, it's terrible. Fuji's terrible. We didn't even talk mm-hmm. about the overtly racist Japanese gimmick too, but well, that's just again that's eight. That's WWF, and they're still doing shit like that. I mean, it is right. what it is. Right, right. Awful, just awful. Uh, yeah, I, I, if I never saw a demolition match again, it would be too soon. So that's just terrible. All right, getting to the watch along portion, y'all. As we're kind of talk through the intro here, so I could fire up your peacock. You're gonna get it to what's the time code stamp there, brother Beavis? Uh, one thirty one twenty was what I got. Okay, so if you're starting to fire that up, it's we're gonna watch the Brain Busters, which is. Oh wait a minute! I'm I'm sorry. I'm skipping ahead here. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, match match eight. Match seven. Oh, I'm registering my freaking Brutus Beefcake face again. Oh. <laughs> Matt Seven, Dino Bravo versus Rugged Ronnie <laughs> Darby. Hey, right. hey. L- l- hold on. Listen, man. Hold on. Let me take hey. off my shit. Hey. It's 1989. Motherfuckers. Ronnie Garvin was the world champion less than two years ago <laughs> in the NWA. The world champion. He, that we all remember that run. I don't think he could have been any more over. Smacking the shit out of Mulkies on TV, smacking <laughs> the shit out of Ric Flair. Playing, playing everybody. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, that's one of Hutch's favorite lines. Stop hitting me, damn it. Damn it. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> would like to know if that was a work or not or a shoot. No, yeah, <laughs> I think I think that was real. Yeah, my chat like, oh my god, he turned one of them Mulkies into a pink red mess on TV. <laughs> the shit out of him. And it's like, this is crazy. And he finally wins the world title on the chase from Flair uh, on a fucking sunset flip. And, like, uh, he was the world champion. Now, again, now we know later on, like, man, he wasn't really ready for this. He couldn't really talk. He's French-Canadian. Like, all the bad things that could go against him or whatever. But he was the world champion for the NWA for a month or two or whatever as long as his reign was. Right. And now he's rugged, Roddy Garvin. It's a bad gimmick. And then they gave him a worse gimmick later to finish him out against Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo wins this match with a side <laughs> slam. <laughs> the checks cash. Come on, man. I was so angry at this. Like, and it wasn't even like, oh, like he set him up for the side slam. It was a freaking atomic drop, a foot yep. atomic drop. Like, oh, my dick. Oh. <laughs> That's it. That's your finisher. I don't think I don't know if that was Dino Bravo's real finisher, but come on, man. Did he ever finish any other anybody else? <laughs> people he allegedly killed in that dark side uh, of the ring. But anyway, uh, uh, um, he, he got killed. Yeah, but come on, y'all. That this this was infuriating. Uh, uh, he forgot to do the his uh, day to death, sir. Oh, That's- who Dino? Bravo. We did him on the last bracket. He was already dead in the previous one. So yeah, we're good. 
Oh, and then were? and then he Dino gets Bravo. the gar the Garvin stomp on the manager. Yes, the Garvin stomp on the manager, which uh, is still like a fun move or whatever. But come on, man, he lost clean. Rip Frenchie. Oh, R.I.P. Frenchie. Okay, yeah, yeah, I didn't get Frenchie in there. Damn. Yeah, I, this is terrible, bro. We got a booty too. Y'all, yeah. yeah sorry. We all love Ronnie Garvin, man. Yeah, that, that I mean, run for him to the championship, we were all huge fans. Hands he was. Uh, you know what? You know what that is. Is black Michael Jackson and then white Michael Jackson. <laughs> he, That's awful. He was right, right in the WCW or WNWA. He was That's black awful. Michael Jackson. It beat it, Thriller, all that, and yes. then white Michael Jackson. Yeah. I just can't stop loving you. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was bad. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Your ass is mine. Oh. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was the third number three babyface, and now yeah, this was like two vanilla Canadians, one bigger than the other, mm. just doing moves, and then it was over. One, I mean, you could tell why cigarettes. You could tell why Vince wouldn't have been with him because he's freaking tiny. Mm. Uh, he was coming from NWA. He's gonna beat out their champion to prove that he's freaking sucks. So, like, I, I get all of that. Come on, man. The, a side slam hmm. to the NWA champion. I beat him clean. That's a clean victory from a heel. He didn't have to cheat. Come on, man. That, uh, Ronnie Garvin, that run for him getting to beat and flare, like his run there was amazing. Like, again, it didn't work out once he became champ. That's fine. But his run up to that, I mean, them freaking them hands of stone punches out of nowhere, just knocking people out. We were all freaking yes. There we go. If you're on the YouTube, you can see rugged Ronnie Garvin uh, there, where he won a title. Yeah, it was not a good reign apparently. <laughs> so it didn't didn't do well with his title reign. Damn but, it! And I liked him, and I still do. Damn it! It's that, still damn it. How about this? Shit! I maybe it was six, uh, eight, uh, twelve months ago that I knew he was French Canadian. Had no idea. Like, I just thought he was a regular white dude. Like, wait, he's French Can- French Canadian? Come on, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's five foot eight and 242 pounds. I mean, he was thick, you know, right. like he was all joked up for his size, but I mean, not Vince well, Yoke. Right, right. So yeah. Wikipedia is telling me they wanted to run <laughs> Flair winning the title at Starcade against Survivor Series. So he had to drop the title first. And no. Ronnie Garvin was like, I'll take a two month reign. <laughs> oh, it, 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 it was too much. Yeah. yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Like, I mean, I remember watching the footage when he won it. I think what it, we all fucking cage? watched that. Through, I think it was, it was in a cage. cage. He had like a sunset flip off. Yeah, the sun flipped off the. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I remember that. But I mean, because it was oh, Roddy Gar was a champ finally, and then well, whatever. All right. right, we were all happy. I know I was happy. Oh, I know that. I mean. He got on my. I, I had to find it on the YouTube or whatever. That match, one of the matches where he just smacked that monkey. Like he, <laughs> he, there was a couple of, there was a yeah. couple of TV shows where he just beat the shit out of monkey. Yeah, there. like I, I was like that people. He worked rugged or rough or worked rough or whatever it is. Like it felt felt real. Like that's how it felt. Like he's like, ooh, like my chest was hurting every time he smacked that damn monkey. So anyway, all right. I was ahead of our, we're going to match eight where we get the brain busters versus, um, strike force, which is Tito Santana and uh, Rick Martel. What I was saying is like three of those wrestlers in this match, we actually really like, you know, we're huge fans of Arn and Tully. 
not necessarily the brain buster gimmick name, also with Bobby Heenan. Uh, so, and then, you know, we all love Tito Santana, you know, like just as a general rule. Like, I mean, look, man, you know, over he was TV, always on TV. He was always on TV. But speaking for Brother Beavis, I mean, or for Big Hutch and I, I'm like, hey, man, ain't no black people on here. I guess we're going to cheer for the Mexican <laughs> because, it, you know, I mean, this is terrible. I mean, we got to go for something here or whatever, man. You know, good looking dude. Yeah, had good moves. He could obviously wrestle. Like, you know, wrestle. I mean, he's a big old dude, too. It's like, man, you know, come on. You know, come on, Tito. He, yeah, he's six foot two, supposedly. Yeah, I mean, he was a really good wrestler, too. And, you know, it seemed to always be getting, you know, screwed as the baby face. You know, something would always oh, happen. He'd lose. Freaking oh, uh, Desventure, yeah. Carney, Chico all the time, which is not cool at all. Oh, yeah. uh, surprised they don't. I, I think the only reason they can't take that out is because it happens so much. There would be no audio uh, because he keeps calling him that. Um, so, yeah. So the strike forces. They, they probably face. smoke weed together. So they knew what was yeah, going on. Yeah, but that's not. Cool, even in '89, but anyway, I understand the timing or whatever. But and he's the hero manager, but you, you, you definitely couldn't get away with calling somebody Chico. Uh, if you're a woman, yeah, you can, no, you couldn't get away with that Damn. now, uh, and rightfully so. But yeah, so the uh, Tully and Arn, you know, not too far along from had left the NWA. I've heard Arn tell the story on his podcast that you know the money just wasn't right. Uh, you know, uh. Uh, Jimmy Crockett had promised them something or whatever, a payoff from something. It didn't come through or it came through like at a quarter of what they thought. And it was like, well, you know what? I'm going to leave until he's like, well, if you're leaving, I'm leaving. And then they left and they were gone. And that was pretty much it. Did y'all, I mean, are y'all doing more backstory? Cause I'm looking on something on Wikipedia. Go ahead. <laughs> but he said that Tully Brant, Tully Blanchard introduced Tito Santana to wrestling. Oh, okay. That could be that. I mean, you know, Tully is from what? San Antonio, I believe. That's where his dad ran his territory. So yeah, I didn't know his real name was probably... Merced Solis. <laughs> Did you really think his name was Tito Santana? Hey, I, you know, I, I don't know. Hell, shit. I, oh, I, yeah, missed, I said I missed years. Understood. I didn't know that it was his real name either, but I, I figured it wasn't Tito Santana. Um, yeah, so that wouldn't surprise me because, you know, like I said, Tully's from Texas. Uh, but they, you know, they come into the WWF at the time as the brain busters because you couldn't have like a non gimmick. Uh, you know, what, six, nine months later when Flair winds up coming, he's the only person that they never get. <laughs> Flair's the only person they couldn't gimmick because he would, Flick Flair was the gimmick, you know, <laughs> like you couldn't get past it because he was already living it. So, um, right. yeah, but they don't. But they don't cross paths. Like, I don't think by the time Flair gets there, I think Tully and Arn are either on their way back or it's a very, you know, there's no horseman reunion here coming up, bro. No, no definitely yeah. not. Yeah, so that's, that's not that a good thing. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wonder what they would have called him because he would have never let him be the horseman. That. Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't have, like, played it up. But, you know, I say that, but then, you know, when it was time, but then he owned it at that time. I was going to say, because when the NWO came, he let them be the NWO, you know, when they went to the WWF. But he had owned it at the time, like, since he owned everything from NWA. But, yeah, so, yeah, this is a tell in our appreciation society here uh, the, between the three of us. Um, yeah, uh, so we're going to load up the cock. Um, 
And like I said, brother, we was, you said 131 something or other. 20, 131, 20. Yeah, we won't do it all day full watch along here because it will get clocked by the, uh, by the WWE people here. And, um, so we're going to go to there. We'll give you a little bit of a countdown. He says right on the WrestleMania logo. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. And a three and a two and a one. Mm-mm-mm. Bobby, the brain heenan. Mm. Yeah, he, he was working hard. This, uh, yeah, I think he managed like five or six people. Yeah. So here they come with their warm up jackets. <laughs> that also look like horseman logos, by the way. <laughs> cough, cough, cough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They even had, that, they might have got a gimmick, but they didn't really have to change their style a whole lot. They actually no, kind of let them be who they were and let them have their kind of matches. Yeah, right. Running through the crowd is pretty wild too, by the way. Oh, the uh, other thing was like, how many people do you see fall off a step? Like you saw, like about half people yeah. come out there, like walking all like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little bit rough. And I think Martell is just returning from injury here. So they, had, okay. they, they, had, I think, just got back together. Both dudes are completely jacked too, by yeah. the way. Jacked to the gills. Holy crap! I mean, and then you look at these two. Look at Tully. It's like definitely work out uh, in the hotel lobby <laughs> <laughs> uh, with spoons. Mm. I mean, wrestling holes. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, Martel's up pretty good. I mean, yeah. we we kind of clowned him, but mm. he can't really talk. Um, yeah. Bob, you know, which isn't necessarily his fault, but mm. and some of his stuff is a little jumpy and jittery. But yeah. I mean, he's pretty solid. Yeah. Again, it was always weird. Again, you know, somebody you know of as like a heavyweight champion, and then like mm. he was never. You know, outside yeah. of tag teams or really above like the IC title picture. Yeah. Double nice drop double kick. Double drop kick. Yeah. Not the other kind of double drop kick. Not well, the, not the, yeah. Whoops, not the best double drop kick ever. Rick <laughs> mm. Martell's still alive. Yes. Arn yep. is so good, by the way. Yep. Like, I mean, yeah, I've heard him talk about how it's like, it's really my job was just to make the baby face look good. And he does such a good job. <laughs> with that. You know, like he knew. And, that, and that's, I mean, whatever. I mean, I always, was, I always liked Arn. I never really liked Dennis Condry, but I now kind of have a better understanding of what I overlooked all those years. Yes. They were doing, you know, <laughs> they were doing their job yeah. in that regard. Yeah, I'm not sure Arn went in any sort of test of strength battle here with Rick Martell. <laughs> Just saying. It's coming off the mat to defeat Rick Martell in a test yeah. of strength. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. No. No. Yeah. I, I You know, I, I, you have to really <laughs> understand. Yeah. You have to wonder, too, sometimes where I was like, well, I, I know you guys aren't really built really well, so we just have to make up stuff for it to look like y'all can do anything. <laughs> oh, you know. oh, look, he's, he's almost going to your Boston crib. Yep. 
He's he's working this like scissors. There, here There's we literally go. a dude on camera yawning during this match. <laughs> Iron on top of his head. Mm. There it is. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. That Blanchard. Yeah. Oh, yes. Arriba. The double figure four spot. Yes. Well, you know what the funny thing was at that, uh, again, watching stuff from over time. This is before the figure four got buried. Yeah. Like where it was like not a a real move anymore. But, you know, think about like death. Yeah. Think about how many times that you saw Flair actually win with the figure four. You know, just doesn't have. Yeah, not mm-hmm. unless it was enhancement talent. Yeah. Or some bullshit like knocked him out and then put mm-hmm. him in the figure four. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And Tito Santana's yeah. great. It's like Tully, it was like Tully too. He, Tully doesn't need freaking, and Arn didn't need a manager. Oh, the, the burrito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah. Where are we, where are we now? Yeah. The flying star man. Well, Mr. the funny thing—the funny thing, uh, yeah. Um, Look at then Tully. Tully throws a drop kick here. Yeah, like, well, also remember, uh, heels don't do drop kicks, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not supposed to happen. Ooh. Now it's a steady diet of Anderson. Yes. And tag team wrestling. Yeah, with one person who happens to not be an Anderson yeah. to cut off the ring. And you know, like this, uh, tell her, give me a knee. All right. Oh, yeah. What was Bobby? They and they talk about like, oh, Bobby Brain. Bobby's got him. The brain's got him fine tuned. The brain's got him. He didn't have to tell him to do anything. anything. And then they paired Flair with him too. I'm like, he does not need a manager. Yeah. And be like, it's one thing it would be like, oh, they had to have some for their manager to do. He got four other people. He's in half the matches. Yeah. <laughs> what is Arn looking for? There. Uh, yeah, he's like oh, selling that freaking. I don't thing. think Tully was in contact with the corner. I don't think that's a legal tag. Mm. <laughs> I think he was in. I don't think he was in reach of the uh, turnbuckle. Yes. When the ref yeah. never sees it. Now that we know what we're watching, you can really tell them when they're telling them what moves to do. <laughs> <laughs> like now, I can really. Yeah, obviously, you didn't see it when you were the age, but now it's just like, yeah. Uh, see it. Yes. Oh, it's tag team wrestling. They're like, well, we only got seven minutes. We got to tag every 12 <laughs> seconds. No, oh, jeez. So many Chicos. Can't <laughs> tell you. Mm. This should be a drinking game. Yeah. I'm. Mm. I- I'm a little surprised that they used the brain busters in a top position. I, mm. I don't know, I guess. I mean, because they're so anti everything else WWF yes. at this point. Yes. I mean, you would really, I mean, and I mean, yes, you sign them away from NWA because you know it makes their roster weaker, but you mm-hmm. really have no idea what to do with them. Yeah. You know, and I just yeah. heard Cornette tell a story about how, you know, it was a time where they could have gone there in like 87 or 88. And they were just like, they had no idea what they were going to do with them. So they didn't leave. Yeah. 
And, you know, Arn Anderson in WCW is, you know, going to be, comp- you know, used completely different than here, but. Right. They at least used him. That, you know, the tag, it's, it's funny that mm-hmm. WWF has basically done away with tag team wrestling. They actually yeah. had a lot of really good tag team. Well, a lot of decent tag teams at this time. Mm-hmm. You didn't get to see them, but it, a lot of the work was like confined to the tag team division. Yeah. Uh, so now like we have the heel yeah. turn. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, Canada. Still, still feeling that uh, flying burrito. Yes. <laughs> mm. Oh, he's washed his hands. He's gone. Mm. He's that's it. I'm out of here. Nah. And yeah, then, if, as I recall correctly, then Tully really starts showboating at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that face. Yeah. <laughs> like we about to beat the shit out of Tito Santana. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, Arn. Yeah, go ahead. Tag your partner and beat him in the corner where his partner would be. That's great. <laughs> I like that. That's probably one of my favorite bits. And of course it's Tito Hush, man. <laughs> the hell out of him, bro. It's right. Christ, man. Right. Oh, he's the tallest one in the in the group and the most yoked. Yeah. But he's the one that gets yeah. the ass whooping. We're gonna beat Tito's ass. Right. Martel Awful. still hadn't made it back. Ah, here we go. It's mm. coming, brother Beavis. The hot tail. Yeah, they oh <laughs> yes. Mm. Brain buster, spine buster, or no telling what they called it back then. I, I want to say they called it a spine buster. Mm. I was, I kind of surprised there. <laughs> Sully. Sully. Woo. I was kind of surprised they like, I mean, I guess not, but they, they, they continued to kick the shit out of him for a while before they even go yes. for the pin. And yeah, I think Tito does get a little bit of a comeback too. Yeah, he tries a little bit of a comeback here. Hmm. Monkey flip? Oh, no. never that. No one. Who wins on the monkey flip? <laughs> oh, too close. I think we got to finish this. Yes. Is that a strut or is Tully in pain? Both <laughs> <laughs> could also be high. Yeah. There's mm. that. Look at this. Mm. Oh, the setup, man. No. <laughs> Going down, dead. Yeah. <laughs> Tito's legs are stiff. <laughs> Speaking of before a move got buried, yes, really. Oh yeah, yeah. Pile drivers are completely, yeah. But I mean, they had to give him a spike pile driver yeah. to beat Tito. Well, that was their finisher. Yeah. Nice. Good night. All right. All right. So yeah, that's our watch along, y'all. Uh, again, great match for the Rainbusters. You know. Do, do I care what happens to freaking uh the Tito strike force breakup? No. Do we know that probably Tito's gonna get beat? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, we, we kinda he, had seen that at that point. He's worth between one and five million dollars, so he took a lot he got paid a lot extra than everybody else for all the beatings. And I forgot, like when I first started watching, he—I think he was in the midst of his uh, Intercontinental Championship runs because he, had, 
he beat, I think, Magnus of Morocco, and then he, he traded it with Greg Valentine for a yeah. while. I, yeah, I definitely remember that. And then after that, it was like, what happened to this dude that used to be like a champion? He just like never I, wins anymore. Scour the memory banks. Did he ever make a NWA run? I, I think he was like was mid south or something, but not okay, like. I, never... I thought I saw something, but he fought Ric Flair. Oh wait a minute, I'm looking. Yeah, Ric Flair fought everybody everywhere as right. a touring champ, but I don't remember him making a run into the NWA like at any point where he left WWF and was you know even when. They were done with him when they started bringing in all the old dudes like Orndorff and Junk JYD, like after they had, you know, kind of run their course in the WWF. He would have been a better addition than most of those people at that point. Correct. Yes. That, never mind. Um, segment nine was Piper's Pit. <laughs> That's just a big nope. We're going to skip through it. Um, I think I mentioned this before. Right, Piper? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, well, I, I think the thing that, that we, we missed out on is like Piper figured it out. Like I don't have to do anything to be over in this company and I never have to like <laughs> wrestle or do anything. Yeah. So yeah. But his, his promos are nonsensical at times. Oh, his yeah. work is not great. I mean, it's really like a schoolyard fight most of the time. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't getting beat either because whatever he had gotten to the point where he wasn't going to get beat. So I, I don't get it. And then they bring out a few got to be old as us for sure. Uh, what was it that? What not Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Morton Downey, Robert Jr. Morton. Yeah. Morton yeah. Downey Jr. Right. Brother Love, which is Bruce Pritchard. Like, nope. And then something that we did skip over because I, I think I didn't even write it in oh. there was the, the WrestleMania rap uh, by Run DMC. Okay, so we got to bury him a little bit. Um, okay, so RIP Jam Master J, but okay, so this is 1989. Rap is definitely taking a turn in a different direction from or uh, run DMC's uh, heyday to say this, to say the least. Um, so we are way after raising hell at this point. D- they are just spinning their wheels because they have no idea what they're going to do. You know, they're not kind of conscious rappers like public enemy or whatever. You can't, you know, nobody's wearing Adidas anymore. So they're really, and then they, you know, they have a little bit of run like, you know, where they're going to be gone. And then like a couple of years from now, you know, they're going to get to um, uh, where they can't make their comeback, you know, in a wrestling term, when they make their comeback with down with the king. Uh, but at this point, yeah, we're going to get run DMC. Uh, after that, after that movie, <laughs> that movie was the worst. Tougher, than, tougher than leather. Oh, uh, yes, it is awful. That's that's. <laughs> of the modern times, and I don't know if we're going over your head, bro, dude. Uh, of the modern times of bad rap of movies, uh, Belly used to hold the, it holds the distinction <laughs> of one of the worst freaking rap adaptations, but Tougher Than Leather is so awful. <laughs> it's, it's, and everybody yeah. wanted to see that shit, and then after they yes. saw it, they was like, yeah, what I, in the hell did I, I just watch? I catch hell from the blacks when I say, hey, man, um, The Last Dragon is a fucking awful movie. <laughs> um, but uh, Last Dragon is 
Malcolm X. Malcolm X compared to tougher than leather, man. Right. It's Grammy material compared to Oscar material. It's Oscar material compared to tougher than leather. It's so fucking awful. Fuck. And they can't move with the fat boys, too. Oh, delirious. Come on. Or disorderly. Or disorderly. Yes. Disorderly. Come on. Yeah. That was terrible. All right. Anyway. Woo! All right, <laughs> match number nine, y'all. It's Jake the Snake Roberts versus Andre the Giant. Uh, we RIP'd him in the last one. Okay, I got something else. We didn't really uh, not appreciate Andre, but I, the version of Andre we got was broke dick down, y'all. Like, that's not, like, whatever this, my, oh, Andre the Giant, whatever. Like, this version, this ain't it. Like, I don't get it. Like, at all. It was just a big baby man child yeah he was so hurt and broke down by this point like yeah. you see his matches he's like hanging on the rings you know the whole time and yeah and he does a lot he i mean he works a lot in this match and you know he does more probably in this than he did in the royal rumble was the last one we saw him but yeah we're almost near the end at this point yeah it's not good weird feud too you know like him and jake the snake and that's another thing too my note here says Maybe Jake was a little overrated. Like just because we everybody uh, loved, a lot the D- overrated. loved the DDT, but and they're like, oh, you know, he got great promos. I'm like looking at some of this stuff. I'm like, did he? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like the oh, whole Damien and the snake, like it just seemed like that I mean, was a super the, gimmick. Yeah, maybe he did the best with the gimmick that they gave him, but like it just seemed kind of I I, I don't know. Like I never was like, oh, you know, DDT, yes. Obviously, everybody loved the move, but other than um, that. Did, did, did everybody like the Princess Bride? Uh, yes. Um, I, I, uh, I, uh, I have been, no, no, no. I have been and in and around people that love that movie. Uh, I've seen it, obviously, because I like girls, but um, I, I don't, it does nothing for me. Like, I couldn't quote it the way some people do. So, yeah. yeah. Not not a huge fan. Oh, you, oh, the Andre the Giant connection is that right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, that's correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw a thing about the six million dollar man, Andre being Bigfoot on that. Or, oh yeah, yeah. Or no, yeah. they mentioned they mentioned it on the the Cornette podcast. I think I was it was on Cornette. At, yeah, and I, I didn't like even know it. that or remember yeah. that. But, I, had no uh, idea. I didn't know it was him either. Yeah. Yeah. This this is bad. And then they it was these- funny seeing Skinny Jake actually moving in this yeah. match. That was the thing that <laughs> stood out to me. I mean, he had his gimmick and he worked it and, you know, it was good for several angles. And, but yeah, I can't, I don't know why they were angry with each other. I don't know how this feud came about. Yeah. Andre, he hates snakes or something, right? That's the, that's what made the matches, but I don't know how it started. Uh, It's probably, probably drug, drug induced. Yeah. Well, then they drag uh, the million dollar man in there who tries to take Damien for some reason. I don't really know. Um, and then, you know, I think it's a count out victory, uh, or something like that. Something like that. I think yeah. DQ. DQ. It was, yeah. Oh, finish or whatever. Because he, yeah, he went after Big John Studd, who was the. Yes, that's right. John Studd was the guest referee. This is after he won Survivor Series, which was on the podcast we had done previously. But like, I mean, the, again, like, hey, you know, there's a snake. Okay, great. Fine. Whatever. All right. The Python. Oh, yeah, sure. Match number 10, y'all. It's the Hart Foundation, uh, versus Greg the Hammer Valentine and Honky Tonk Man with Jamaican Jimmy Hart. Um, <laughs> uh, again, two dudes. Well, uh, Honky Tonk didn't need a manager for sure. Cause he could talk. Greg Hammer Valentine, I 
he struggled. Talk. Yeah, he struggled. With that <laughs> even him as, as <laughs> even him as a, just a tag team or whatever. And like, I think there isn't there a time where they both like dial it or well, Greg Valentine dies his hair like jet black when he starts looking like Honky Tonk Man. I, it, that it sounds familiar. Like, yeah. Yeah, and like it's like, wait, what? Why? You just lost the locker yeah. combination. Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, but also another dead match. Like the crowd is just like, what holding yeah. combat? Like, I mean, this is just not good at all. And then I found it really weird as they were going through the match. Like, you know, Jim Neidhart on the um, on the comeback, you know, off the hot tag. Not really great. Yeah, I mean, I know you have to have, you know, the smaller dude do the selling or whatever, but not great. Like, is this, you know, not great. It's yeah, too this big is the big. standard Hart Foundation formula is like Neidhart bookends it and then Hart mm-hmm. does you know Brett does all the work in the middle. Right, yeah. And it was again and Neidhart gets pinned. And they got a fuck finish. Yeah, no, they win over they the honky tonk man. Yeah, I mean it, like you oh, can't yeah. pin you can't pin the honky tonk. Yeah, and go Whatever. back and look like he gives uh, Jimmy Hart's megaphone. Well, he hits him in the arm. He doesn't even hit him in the <laughs> hits him in the arm and he goes down like he got really crushed and you know and that's it. But it's a yeah. pinch. You pinched the nerve. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, Nightheart did a drop kick. I'm like, you two, come on, man, what are we doing here? Like, this is not good. Um, but yeah, it's just not good. I, I, I mean, again, I, honky tonk, roids, roids, well, but yeah, honky tonk and and uh, Greg Valentine. Okay, the Hard Foundation, obviously, you know, a pretty classic tag team. But like, again, like, oh, well, they're still feuding because of what happened with Jimmy Hart. They beat the Rujos in the previous pod, uh, podcast, and then now these dudes. I don't know. If, uh, Jimmy Hart has another, you know tag team to run at him at the next one but that's i mean it's i don't know just all it's all gaga gimmicks all right Hart foundation wins match number 11 rick rude with jamaican bobby heenan versus the <laughs> ultimate warrior all right i'm registering <laughs> the face again okay the ultimate warrior is beyond terrible i think we keep saying this but i don't think we reiterated it enough he is awful i have no idea how he became the world champion to the top of the, their promotion. Like I have no idea. He Younger. makes, he makes Hogan look like flair. No man. No, no, no. He, Awful. He was crazy. He would do anything. He was big. Yeah. He was on right. When shake ropes is one of your holes on like <laughs> seven. That's bad, man. Yeah, you're like, what does that do? Like, how is this doing damage? On seven, his finisher is terrible, which is just essentially a belly flop. Come on, y'all. Rick Rude, again, we'll keep probably saying it until we get tired of seeing him here. He was a heat generator. Cut my music. <laughs> For all you fat song bitches, you know, so, you know, I mean, cut, he was so good. The tights with the belt on him, you know, and I think when he, then he, when he feuded with like Jake, like he had yeah, Jake's wife on his tights. On his, yes. <laughs> Cheryl Roberts. Yes. That's, I mean, dude is just great. He's got the eighties mullet, like it was ripped all be damned. Like he is great here. Um, but he's facing the ultimate warrior who did a bear hug as a, <laughs> as a baby face. Like, seriously, like really baby face bear hug. Come on, man. Hutch, come, come on. Dude. You, you, uh, you can't. He's there's no defense of this man. He, uh, he was young. He was, uh, on droids. 
He was whatever. <laughs> he, he had it all. He had all the stuff in the night, mm. eight, late 80s, early 90s. What um, were those dolls that they used to do? Not the, the little soft plushy dolls. They were called something else. Oh, this where was it? Was it wasn't a slammy? That was something along those lines. Though. Yeah, it was something like that. They had those little. I remember working camp, and some kids would have them with their little slam, with their soft doll figures. And I remember some kid had like that one. I was just like, oh my god, I hate it. I should take it from you just for punishment. Yeah. So if you're on YouTube, I just pulled up multiple warrior issues and situations. What's that thing that he had when he was dexterity? You know, destrucity. Destrucity, yes. Yeah, so he was what? like, he eventually became crazy. Um, That's uh, when destiny and uh, shit, what was it? De- destiny, <laughs> truth, and intensity, or something like that. Oh, oh, he had he had a, a catchphrase. No, he was he was when he his his second life as a promotional speaker was oh. going to be uh, he distru- <laughs> the principles of destrucity. Yes, yes, and uh, yeah, and then again, if you saw his dark side of the ring, you know his post-racist, homophobic, uh, whatever life on as a speaker. He hated Hogan. Who doesn't? So you know, yeah, yeah, it was just he mm, terrible person, terrible wrestler. I don't know how they got as far as he did, and he lived off that shit for way too long for being that terrible. That's not a move. That's not a wrestling move. Wrestling buddy, apparently. Buddy, wrestle buddies. Yes, that's it. Yeah, awful. Um, yeah, so good. Uh, and then let's see. Yeah, bear hold spot. Like all um, we do is read Wikipedia to the people on this podcast. Like yeah, I don't know. I fine. never watched that shit. Right. And then exactly. <laughs> and then and then okay. So this is for the Intercontinental Championship, and Rick Rude actually wins. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultimate Warrior tries to suplex him back into the ring after a spot outside of it, and uh, Bobby Heenan holds the leg. You know, a <laughs> heel move, you know, and he can't kick out. One, two, three. New champion. Heel Did he go Heenan. berserk on all the ring attendants again? I can't remember. Uh, he started chasing Heenan around the ring, and yes, it was, yeah. That's, yeah. He, he, God almighty. Like, I, I, I mean, I haven't ever met anybody that was like, oh, the Ultimate Warrior was my favorite wrestler. <laughs> I did. We were have to fight. Because that's just terrible. Like it's, and then, and he was so, the people popped for this. It's WrestleMania 6 is when he beats Hogan, right? 1990. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's WrestleMania 6. It is. Yeah. Cause he's going, he goes over. Hogan is off to film one of his uh, several bad movies that he films. Um, well, was it, no, was it, uh, over the, t- not over the, t- uh, Remember no holds barred. No right? holds barred. Yeah. With Zeus. Yeah, with, with tiny Zeus well, left. That, and that's where yeah. this storyline goes. That's next. Mm-hmm. Awful. Uh, Destrucity is the creation of a truce between one's destiny and one rea- one's reality. That's, what? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? You, what the hell you just say? Yeah, Destrucity <laughs> is a combination of cocaine and steroids. <laughs> and steroids. <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> and monkey piss. <laughs> exactly. Because it certainly isn't uh, on the regular plane of existence. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, he, he was the dingo warrior. Yeah, yep. we remember that from World Class. And him coming in with Sting as the Blade. Yeah. I, I remember this. Yeah, but yeah. he still sucked. Yeah. He sucked in too. All right. Match 12, y'all. Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus Bad News Brown. We're not going to waste a lot of time here. All <laughs> 
ends in a double ends in a double DQ. Um, nobody knows why. And placement on the card. Why is this match twelve? Like, there's no and especially and then following that match as well. Like, you know where it was gonna be high energy, and then you have two dudes that are moving in mud. Like, what in the world? And neither one. Well, Brad News, he couldn't talk either. No, he needed a manager, and they didn't give him one. Right. Uh, and yeah, that's just bad. Double DQ, you know, we're again the descent into ho oh, hacksaw. It's already happening, but it's really just becoming more and more of a gimmick. Um, not good at all. It must, um, be, it must have been a battle for weed. That's maybe. Hey, come on. Yeah, that's and just, that, this placement on the card because the that, the two things leading up to the friggin' main event, that's bad. And then match 13. Okay. I tried to post well, this. Well, uh, is bad news brown still with us? No, he did. We we RIP'd him last time. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, match thirteen is the Red Rooster versus Bobby. Uh, okay. Uh, I tried to post up in the stop, Twitter. Don't day. do it. No, no, no. I tried to post the Twitter the other day. Just, I don't know if my internet was not working or whatever, but I was watching the match, and then there's Terry Taylor back there in, in its full gimmick and doing it, an interview in the back, and I'm just like, he never recovers from this. His career ended. His career ended here. Like to, again, if you go back and watch any stuff from Mid South, UWF, like dude is so good. He is Ric Flair, babyface Ric Flair. He's so good. And then they just fucked him completely. Like completely. He was a perfect. Uh, was it a uh, territory type champion for the TV title, your U.S. title, whatever that was? He was perfect for all of that. And then they just killed his career. He and then he goes back a- later on to work for them as an executive. I think he might even still be there. Like, I think he's in the WWF now as an executive. But, like, he, he, his wrestling career, you know, whatever. He, he reminded me of the dude that killed Happy Days and. Married with children. What, <laughs> what was that dude's name? <laughs> you mean cousin Chuck? Not no, Chuck was the brother. Oh golly, I know what you're talking about. Right, uh, Darcy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Marcy yeah. Darcy. Love, Darcy. Love, love boat. No. We killed love boat. Right, uh, yes. right. He come on the shows and ruin it when he. Oh, that's terrible. By the way, uh, but yes, I know exactly what you're saying. McGinley. Uh, what was his name? Ted McGinley. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, Ted McGinley. Awful. Um, yeah, he was so good. I, I mean, I, as I watched that, you know, a lot of that Mid South stuff, he's so freaking good on there, and they just ruined him. Uh, but yeah, noted horn dog apparently from every <laughs> podcast. Well, I duh. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, good, good looking dude. Like, I could totally see how that would work out. But you know, well, that put put, uh, put on the the red rooster outfit. <laughs> Come on. So look, even he has to have some limits, I would hope. I, I, not, hell, he just did his shit on with millions of people watching me. He didn't fair. have no limits. Man, God almighty. All right, match 14, y'all. It's the main event. There's a long recap there from the year from previously to when the Mega Powers got together with Hogan and Randy Savage to the Mega Powers breaking up, obviously, over a woman with Miss Elizabeth. Um, again, my note here says um, 80s Liz. Was hot. Uh, well, she, she was alright. Nineties, Liz. She did some work. Thumbs up. But but eighties and nineties, Liz. 
she couldn't talk her way out of a fucking speeding ticket looking like that. Um, and it's just like, and she could, she couldn't talk. She couldn't act. I, I, I mean, this is literally like, Oh my God, if you weren't pretty, I, I have no idea what you'd be able to do in life, like at all. Um, and yeah, but yeah, so the mega powers, they got together, they break up. Obviously, Savage turned heel on him after Hogan was trying to dick his girl down in a uh, Johnny Storm like fashion and Colossus. <laughs> and um, so, um, it's a good it, analogy. <laughs> it is, I know, right? So, uh, uh, yeah, Macho was the champ here. R.I.P. Macho, by the way, 2011. Everybody's thing did except for Hogan. Yeah, uh, yeah. Out of all the ones you were going to take. Um, so, yeah, and and so this match is again. I said I had a lot to say about it. It's not that I hated the match totally. It's just like every other Hulk Hogan match, but you just have Randy Savage in it, and who's a lot better at you know doing anything else. Well, it's not necessarily the selling, but he's you know like Randy Savage before he became a roided up junkie was really good, you know, with the high flying, the jumping off the ropes, like all of that stuff. Like he was so good. And, you know, you hear those rumors about him where he liked to work out every freaking move in a match, you know, because that's what he did. Like how much of this would happen with Hogan? Because that sounds like that's not going to work for me, brother. Mm. I wasn't going to do that, you know? And so the match is, you know, kind of what you thought it would be, you know, Savage is on there first. You know, and then you're going to get this Hogan Hulk up later on or whatever. There's a spot in there where they send Liz away because she's in a neutral corner. Mm. But Liz gets sent away. The, the idea that like, hey, you know what? Randy Savage, this, which is really weird. Randy Savage is abusive on screen. And then the shit was playing off off screen where less was like the lines were blurred a little bit. Um, that's not fun and cool at all. Um, like at all, you know, and then Hogan just sucks. He sucks. Like I have no idea how this dude became the top whatever in wrestling, brother. I just I I don't get it. It was huge. Literally. He uh the he got smashed over by the promotion then you know he, he could sell. Too. I mean he could well, sell the match and nobody cared. And it was this sent him home happy booking. They for seven years, whatever, however long had tile three years and then another couple runs. But yeah, it was yeah. just you can see like the end of this pay-per-view, like after, after it's over, there's more, there's like more time of him posing yeah, than some of the matches match. got. Yeah. The post-match yeah. celebration. And, but yeah. I watched this and I was like, <clears throat> you know, Macho was in charge most of the time to right. me. And then he actually gets his finisher. Yeah. And, and Hogan back. pops right up. No, and it's not. Yeah, no, it no, it, it wasn't like oh, he just got his shoulder out. Right. You no, know, no, he like kicks him off, like and like pushes him off, like way over, and it's like whoa, really? Yeah, big he kick out at two, and then immediately into the punch, punch mm-hmm. kick, mm-hmm. leg drop, and then right. just completely shitty cover. Yes, he doesn't even hook his leg. Like, like yeah, just, just just basically laying there, and then Macho rolls out. Mm-hmm. Never to be seen again, and Hogan mm-hmm. poses for the next five minutes. Right, and then you know, and over time, you've heard about this feud between the two of them and their relationship. Like it was always freaking Racho putting Hogan over. Yeah, you know, like it, Hogan, like Racho never, like you know, was able to get that he win banned, back or whatever. Yep, always, you know, putting him over and putting him over, and Hogan not doing the job, doing back, and it's just like, man, come on, dude. 
Like, I mean, Macho is like probably one of the other, the only other significant champions from this period of time, right? Before we yeah. get into the, warrior. you know, the the warrior era, which is mm-hmm. terrible. But like, just, just completely like, pretty much <laughs> squashed him at the end, yeah, at and the that's end. the end of his run. I mean, kicked out of his finisher, like hard, hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like he just blows him off, and then yeah, you know, we get the. Oh, brother. <laughs> you do a, you do a pretty good imitation. Of like, how is the him. leg drop worse than that flying elbow? Yeah, like, exactly. And it's just, and, and again, like, he, he's so terrible. Like, it's just, I couldn't, I, I didn't like him then. I hate him now, but for a variety of reasons. But like, I just, he's just a terrible wrestler, clearly a terrible person as well. Like, man, fuck Hulk Hogan. Like we could, yeah, go to the archives. <laughs> Hogan did get juice on this, so yes, he did get some juice. But it was that. I mean, but I don't even see. I don't even remember the spot where he would have gotten it. Was it the ring pose or the stairs? I think it's some outside. I think. Okay. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Weak ass bitch. Can't <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me how you really feel, man. I can't. Man, my note here says, kick out a finisher into the Hulk up. Boot, lead drop, pinfall, fucking terrible. That's yeah. my note. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, that pretty much covered the whole freaking thing. And so, um, yeah. And that's it. And yeah, brother, we just called it at the end of the match. There's probably a 10 minute pose down. And to be fair, the people fair? were eating that shit up. Like the people that were there were pretty much there to see Hulk Hogan do that. That's it. They went home happy. They did. That because that's why they were there. They were there to see it. They gave it to exactly what they wanted, and that was it. So yeah, and you talk about like in you know modern day like trying to attract wrestling fans. These really aren't wrestling fans. I mean, this was a fad. This was a yeah. mainstream fad, and it you know it's like you know how many people I've talked to like oh I don't watch wrestling. Is Hulk other than Hulk was Hulk Hogan still wrestling? Like that they know Hulk Hogan before <laughs> yeah. anything else. And exactly. Yep. It's, it's because a, of this trash. Right. And it, yeah. And again, and that's a, so, a great way to put it. It is a fad. Like this was, and this is, this is really no different than the Monday Night Wars either. You know, people became fans of like characters, but they didn't yeah. really care about the business, you know? So like, oh yeah, I wanted to see Stone Cold give people stunners. Okay. That's great. But you did, you know, but once that was over, that was over. And now yeah. nobody watches wrestling, you know, like it's just like, uh, yeah, because as much as the NWO was a boon for WCW, the booking, you know, ran off all of the fans. Right. Like you can only watch your your favorite wrestlers get buried by the same people yes. over and over. Like, oh man, hey, oh god, oh god. Yeah, Hutch, <laughs> if you're on YouTube, Hutch just pulled up a preview. Of, wait, wait, what's that? Freaking Tyrion? Or is this a different midget? That's a, <laughs> that was a well. Are we sure that wasn't Tyrion? Uh, 1989 or 90 when this came like out? Like he wasn't a lot. Joe and WCW brought in Ty- Sonny Lister yeah, yeah, Ty- for the three too. faces of fears. Yeah, awful. <sighs> That's not, yeah. R.I.P. Uh, uh, Joan Severance was hot back then. This FYI. Um, um, yeah. No, it wasn't. That wasn't Gene Ogerland, rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't to, to be fair, though, have y'all ever seen that movie? No, okay. no. But it could be a classic. We don't even know. Come about. on, oh, we we know. 
be like something that's you know that is just awesome but it's probably uh, see do the right thing or no hold for nice so anyway all right so that wraps up wrestlemania 5 i give it a solid two thumbs down mm. like if i had another hand i'd give it another <laughs> freaking that's basically where we're at that's just i mean honestly there's not a match on there i was like oh you know what I'd like to go back and watch that again, even though I watched a long match. It was fine enough, but. I wish I had two more hands. To yeah, <laughs> four exactly. Four thumbs down. Awesome. So, yeah. All right. What do you think? Anything that sticks out that's noteworthy there, Brother Beaver? Well, I think it was striking to me how much worse this was than the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> The Royal Rumble was, you know, it had a long enough segment just because of the Royal Rumble match. But, you know, it had manageable matches other than that on the card. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, wondering if this is the entire roster of the WWF on this show. Like, I have no idea if there was, like, obviously there was, you know, Demolition Powers of Pain, I guess it had some, you know, a feud. I don't know. I guess people had beef. But there was, like, no real angles here other than... Hogan and Macho Man. And so you have to watch three hours of this. And Mm. it was awful. It was a chore. And the one thing we did forget is Tony Schiavanto. Yes. Doing the backstage interviews. Yes. He's Uh, one of the crossovers as well. Yeah. And so he, and he's not there long either. Yeah. This, I mean, this, it, this is just such a weird time because it's like outside of Tully and Arn, it's like, these are not the wrestlers that I thought I knew from wherever I'd seen them before. And I don't know what's happening right now. That's how yeah. that's, that's like what you'd come away with when you watch WWF. Yeah. yeah. Tony Schiavone comes over there. He's only there for a little bit. And then he's out of wrestling for like 20 years before mm-hmm. Nitro comes back. You know, he's doing like Georgia football and all of those types of things. But yeah, he's out for a while. Hutch, anything as a takeaway from that match? I miss nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was nothing that was missing your time there. Right. So as we continue to work our way through 1989, this was April. So we're around to come up on our next pay-per-view, which for WCW or NWA is what, Brother B? Is it the Great American Bash? Uh, okay. Is it a War Games in there or that's the Bash? Uh, I think that's the Bash. Okay. So, yeah, interesting. Um, there's some there's some good matches on this one though. There's yeah. also it looks like some bad matches. <laughs> you can't have a good without a bad. So yeah, so we'll we'll be back shortly after that to uh to get back into the NWA and some names that you know that we probably recognize more and there's a potential of me having seen some of it. Uh because again, this WWF stuff. This this is WrestleWar eighty nine. Uh has to be eighty nine. Yes. Music City Showdown. Yeah, there. May nineteen eighty nine. Right. What's the What's the date on that? May seventh, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, we're getting close to graduation, so I'm definitely not watching any wrestling. Um, so good to know. Also, it would have been tennis season, huh? All right. Anyway, uh, so that'll wrap up what we missed in wrestling for this week. Remember, you can find this podcast, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, like uh, on the YouTube page. Rate, subscribe, all of those types of things. Uh, so we'll be back shortly after that to get to that. Uh, Wrestle War Music City. What? Massacre. Showdown. Showdown. Music City Showdown. Love. 
ridiculous. All right. So, that, yeah, that'll be at, and that's the uh, WCW or Saturday Night 605 Music Plays and Sound. I'm producer of the podcast. I'm signing off. Uh, hey, Rob, brother, please go ahead and sign off. <laughs> See you next time. All right. Hodge, sign off. Brain buster forever. Yes, for sure. All right, everybody. We'll see you on the other side. Peace. Peace.